It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. As the new week begins, so too does jury selection in New York State's trial against the Trump Organization. That's the holding company for the former guy's buildings, golf courses, and other assets, which is accused of helping some top executives avoid income taxes on compensation. The case is centered on charges that the company defrauded state tax authorities by giving off-the-books compensation for over 15 years to certain company executives. The Trump Organization's former CFO is expected to testify. If found guilty, the company could face $1.6 million in fines and hurdles to operate hotels, golf courses, and other assets. Trump signed some of the checks at the center of the case, but he is not charged personally with anything and isn't expected to testify. Well, not in this case anyway. But there is that subpoena served to the former guy just late last week. Congresswoman Liz Cheney, vice chair of the House Select Committee on January 6th, rejected the possibility of letting Trump testify live on television, saying, quote, he's not going to turn this into a circus or a food fight. But she did warn that the committee will take action if Trump does not comply with the subpoena. Meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, said Trump is, quote, not man enough to testify before the panel. Journalist Bob Woodward on Sunday released excerpts from his forthcoming audio book titled The Trump Tapes, which include both the transcripts and raw audio of 20 interviews he conducted with the then president in 2019 and 2020. Much of the material, which touches on the pandemic, the so-called fake press, and more, was quoted extensively in his 2020 book, Rage. Woodward concluded that book by saying Trump wasn't up to the job of president. Well, on Sunday, Woodward said in the Washington Post that he, quote, didn't go far enough in the book Rage, and was releasing the raw audio to provide a clearer understanding of Trump, his self-focus, and his evolving use of the presidency's power. Woodward this time concluding, quote, Trump is an unparalleled danger. We've been watching what's going on in the UK, where the latest prime minister, Liz Truss, resigned after only 44 days in office. Rishi Sunak will be Britain's next prime minister. Dark Horse challenger Penny Mordaunt withdrew from the Conservative Party's leadership contest, clearing the way for Sunak to be the first person of color as the UK's prime minister. He'll also be Britain's third leader in less than two months. Sunak is the former finance minister who led the revolt against Boris Johnson. He was runner-up to Liz Truss in September. He'll succeed both of them with the challenges of improving Britain's economic trajectory and public trust in the Conservative Party. A little further east, Xi Jinping secured an unprecedented third term as the leader of China on Sunday, cementing his status as the country's most powerful figure in decades. Since coming to power in 2012, Xi has tightened the party's grip on the state and society. He sidelined political rivals and completely killed dissent. At the closing ceremony of the Communist Party Congress this past weekend, former Chinese leader Hu Jintao was mysteriously removed from the room. You may recall a couple of months ago, author Salman Rushdie was attacked in New York during a speaking engagement. Well, his agent is now confirming that Rushdie lost sight in one eye and the use of a hand after a 24-year-old man rushed the stage and stabbed the author 
in the neck and torso. This attack came 33 years after Ayatollah Khomeini, then Iran's supreme leader, issued a fatwa calling on Muslims to assassinate Rushdie after his novel The Satanic Verses was published. The CDC is warning that this year's flu season could be really bad. So get a flu shot if you haven't already. Meanwhile, a common respiratory virus known as RSV is spreading at unusually high levels in the U.S. and is overwhelming children's hospitals. Symptoms may look like the common cold. They include runny nose, decreased appetite, coughing, sneezing, fever, and wheezing. But in some children, especially young infants, RSV can be really dangerous, leading to dehydration, trouble breathing, and serious illness. The CDC doesn't track hospitalizations or deaths for RSV as it does for the flu, but they did say last week that there's been a rise in RSV cases in many parts of the country. Several children's hospitals are reporting that they've been overwhelmed with these cases at a time of the year when it's unusual. Stay vigilant. Meanwhile, we're also learning now just how important in-classroom learning is to our kids. New national test scores published Monday showed that American fourth and eighth graders have fallen behind in math and reading since 2019. And what the New York Times is calling, quote, the most definitive indictment yet of the pandemic's impact on millions of school children. The National Association of Educational Progress said the sample of 450,000 students in those grades experienced the largest declines since testing began in 1990. Math scores fell the most, with just 26% of 8th graders proficient in 2022, compared to 34% in 2019. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona called the results appalling and unacceptable. And it should reinforce the common knowledge that kids need in-class instruction across the board. So do you still think the government's hiding something about possible life out there? I do. Well, a team at NASA beginning a new study today on unidentified aerial phenomena, commonly known as UFOs. The group of 16 people, consisting of astronomers, astrophysicists, biologists, former Pentagon officials, and a former astronaut, will gather data on unidentifiable events in the sky and release their findings to the public in the middle of 2023. And finally, play ball. Late Sunday night, the Houston Astros finished a four-game sweep of the New York Yankees to win the AL Championship Series and a trip to their fourth World Series in six years. The Cheaters uh, Astros will now face the Philadelphia Phillies, who beat the San Diego Padres to win the National League Championship Series earlier on Sunday. This will be the Phillies' first World Series appearance since 2009. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that donate button.